<laughs> You've been waiting all week for that. <laughs> yeah. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and what you call that device that changes the settings on your television. My name is Michael Basinger. <laughs> With me are Matt Polly. Hey, hold on a minute. Wait. Brad Polly. Hi. Can we go back to that? <laughs> and Brandon Andrus, political correspondent Brandon Andrus. Come here, baby. Yeah. I'm Wait. not going to do the, the Are thing. you talking about a remote control? <laughs> yeah, because guess what? We're on remote. Our uh, very uh, first uh, wow. episode is a rem- our very first remote I'd episode. say rim shot, but it wasn't even a good enough joke to say. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag so. Michael joke. Yep. So uh, we are at Roundtown Brewery in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, we are. We are. Um, our good friend Luke Beecham, who is a turd in the pub, uh, uh, so graciously invited us. Our good friend us. that we just met tonight. Well, he's he's <laughs> been in the pub. So recently he <clears throat> became a pub and has supported supported us. Yes. Um. So we're going to talk about that in just a little bit, but real quick, uh, a couple announcements. Um, Pastors live in Bloomington, Indiana, January twenty first at seven p.m. You must RSVP. Go to our Facebook, facebook.com slash pastors podcast. Brandon's going to be the bouncer. So if you don't and RSVP, it's, you're it's not getting to the top. Pinned to the top of the Facebook page. Are you coming? I don't know. I don't know yet. TBD, Brandon. Andrews. <laughs> I have to check my <laughs> wife's calendar. If we promise yes. not to talk about politics, <laughs> will you come? <laughs> will you come? Um, Actually, I'm back here today to grovel for my position back. Since I lost it yesterday on Twitter, on Twitter. Yeah. ingloriously. Yes, yep. you did. He became, became our uh, geek culture correspondent. Um, I'm getting it back tonight. Um, hu- huge thanks to Red Door Church for hosting the Pastor's Live. So yes. that'll be going on. Red Door Church is a bigly organization. Yes, we thank them bigly. We thank them bigly. Um, and then also uh, Matt, Brad, and I were on uh, Not Your Pot, Not Your Pastors podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. it was fun. Good guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at NY Pastors. So kind of like New York Pastors. Our listeners might find this shocking. We came off somewhat coherent. Yeah, which was uh, surprising <laughs> yeah. to say the least. Yeah, so check them out. I uh, was actually surprised. We actually sounded better on their podcast than we do on ours. Yeah, it doesn't take much though. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, it's it pretty low bar. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's. You guys have any announcements? Nope. No. Do why ever. would I? Um, we just show up. How you feeling tonight, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling all right. I feel like I've been like getting all this, making sure everything's good. But I'll, I'll be. I'll be fine once I get it. You beer have three beers sitting in front I, of you I that know. you're not touching. <laughs> all right. If you do that or not. Uh, with that, let's go uh, into uh, what are you drinking? Um, what are you drinking, Michael? Yeah. What I'm are you not drinking, Michael? The um, <laughs> I'm drinking uh, some of their 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 beverages. We've got uh, Southside, um, their Irish coffee, and then Happy Face. So I've yet to Just, try. Just uh, Irish coffee, by the way, is not an Irish coffee. It's a beer that is called Irish mm-hmm. coffee, and it's very good. It's it good. is good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I am having their uh, what's it? Called? Uh, oh crap! It's the pale ale. What's it called? Southside. No. Oh, no. No. Nope. That's what I'm that drinking. Wheat. Oh, what's it? Dang it. Can you tell me what it's called? The Happy Face. Happy Face yeah. Pale yeah. Ale. I'm, I've got one of those, too. Uh, it is super delicious. Really, really good. Um, really, really. This all, like all three of the beers yeah. I've had so far are really good. Big fan of that. So, the uh, yeah, get the, uh, if you ever come here, which you should, mm-hmm. uh, get the Pale Ale. This is a round town brewery. Yep. In Southside Indy. Indianapolis. Uh, not far from Lucas Oil Stadium. 
where the Colton lose regularly now. <laughs> yeah. So don't say where, play. They don't really yeah, play. They don't play where they show up in yeah. pads. <laughs> where the Colts show up in pads. Um, Matt, what do you got? Um, what do I, oh, yeah. the uh, What was it called? Oh, yeah. Stray Monk. Great um, name. Yeah, it is a great name. It's uh, it's basically a Belgian single, so it's very malty. You know, I, I love Bel. I'm a Belgian beer slut, man. I drink Belgian beers all the time if I could. It's great. So, yeah, I believe you became a. You were, said last week you were a Belgian beer slut, and I will stand by that. <laughs> I had a Belgian beer today before Do we I have got to home. preface it with Belgian beer? Can we just say you're a slut? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Yeah, that's great. Speaking of sluts, sluts, uh, Brandon, <laughs> what are you drinking? This is going to be an unforgiving night. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I I, 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 I thought there was something no, terribly wrong. Do not hashtag that. Stop <laughs> what you're doing right now. What were you going to say, Brandon? No, I was going to say, I knew yesterday evening whenever I checked my Twitter, and I get like one notification every three days, and I had like 50 million, yeah. and, I, yeah, and I thought there was something badly wrong. <laughs> Bigly. Bigly, Bigly wrong, wrong with the situation. Uh, and I, yeah, I found out I... Uh, Got demoted, so oh, I'm, I'm back. I'm getting it back. <laughs> oh, I thought you. I thought you were telling me like in life you got demoted. That's really sad. <laughs> well, he did. He got demoted on the podcast. That's just a life demotion, basically. Okay. Dang it. Yeah. Well, anyway, I have the uh, 98 Stout. Is it good? Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very good Stout. I love Stouts. Winners. 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 Stouts and If I didn't get this, I was gonna. I might actually get that. After so I, g- I guarantee <laughs> I'll have another one. There's no yeah. way. Michael's driving, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with three drinks is, is driving. So. Yeah, it's that only like great. one and a half, sort of. Yeah, you're kind of. You'll be all right. All right. You're a terrible driver anyway. Nobody will notice. All right, so we have kicked Brandon Andrus off the podcast and replaced <laughs> him with uh, Luke Beecham. Our new political Hello. correspondent, yes, Luke Beecham. political correspondent, Luke Beecham. <laughs> That's the, bad the, idea. The Ron Swanson of uh, political correspondence. Uh, Luke is the reason we're here. So yeah. Luke, thank, thank you, you for this, by the way. This Absolutely. is really cool. I mean, not literally. He's not our father. I mean, he's not the reason well, we exist. He's just the reason that we're at this father, brewery right now. Our father, Newart and Roundtown Brewery. <laughs> Beach and be thy name. <laughs> if I could pay back the favor, I'd just say there was that night with your mom. So my, my <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Right. So this is the guy that I said I built a time machine uh, and went back and, and had a wonderful night with his mother. Uh, it, that, it was outstanding. I didn't take any offense at that. It was I, can't, actually, I can't believe you didn't like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Holy that's crap. It. it was perfect. Oh, that's it great. Um, yeah, so <laughs> if you can survive a Michael mom joke, you're definitely, yeah. you're definitely one of our people. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, I, I apologize. I already called Brandon a slut this episode, so yeah. I, yes. I caught that. Yeah. Um, uh, so you work here? I do. Um, tell us a little bit about the brewery. Uh, the brewery started. Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly the, the date that they started, but we opened our doors here at the tap room on October 20th. Um, oh, so like. Oh wow! So you're yeah. brand new. Holy brand crap! New, yeah. They were selling um, to bars and things before that. Um, head brewer here is Jerry. They're uh, the three principals here, uh, Max, Eric, and Jerry, all formed this together. Uh, if I think I'm correct. Eric was from uh, Sung Sun King and did oh, sales there. Oh, so he wow. Came over here. And Jerry and Max both worked downtown at uh, Rock Bottom. Okay. Oh, they, okay. Got stuff, they got good stuff, yeah. too. Jerry's been brewing beer there since the late 90s. So, wow. So so you've had doing. beer there, yeah, in the last You're like, in good decade. shape then. Huh. Yeah. They make good beer. Yeah. Absolutely, awesome. yeah. So Jerry's just he's a genius with hops and malt and things. So uh, we've done very, very well since we opened. The neighborhood here has really embraced us, and the tap room Great. has been a much bigger hit than we expected. So Very cool. Good. That's yeah. awesome. It looks awesome in here. It's uh, they got two giant TVs. Um, it, you can literally see where they where they brew where the magic happens over there, in over yonder. 
Um, <laughs> ten, good feet, description. ten feet from you. That's a great radio description. To my description. left. Just, yeah. paint, just paint any word picture, aren't you? Yeah. When, you <laughs> when you come to this establishment, ask for the for the Michael Basinger chair. Um, they'll, they'll have it cordoned off. Um, and just, just say that. Somehow I don't see that happening. Yeah. You, you would literally be the worst author ever in yeah. fiction. Just be like, and there's a thing over there. And uh, and then there was another yeah. thing to the left of that. The, the irony being, his wife is an author. Yes, so. and, yes. and a good one. She's yeah. better than yeah. She's yes. she's good with the words. Yes. Um, yes. After forty four episodes, people understand that you're not good with words. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is a wonderful establishment. Um, yeah. Very very cool building. Yeah. Very very cool. Glad it's, you guys are here. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about um, what else you do. Uh, I work for uh, Shower to the People. Um, they are based out of St. Louis. You may have seen a video this summer viral on Facebook about a mobile shower truck. Um, that was the founder, Jake Austin. He's in the video, and uh, they have since, um, they are their own uh, 501c3 nonprofit, and we're working on expanding that out. Ever since the, the video went viral, got a lot of attention, so we've got some stuff uh, on the back burner that hopefully we can announce soon, just not quite yet, but uh, we're working currently to raise funds to outfit our indie truck here, which we awesome. hope to launch probably in April. We're having a cool. fundraiser here at the brewery on Wednesday. Sweet. So, so for anybody that doesn't know and hasn't seen the video, uh, what does Shower to the People do? Shower to the People is a mobile shower unit, um, truck or otherwise, that we go to different uh, homeless camps or underserved areas of the city and provide uh, hot shower hygiene products and uh, work our best to restore dignity to those who may have lost it. And a part of it, too, is we don't just go to give showers to folks. We... Uh, we like to have them wait in line because there's only two stalls, but that's a part of us really getting to know them as friends. Oh, sure. These are our brothers that's and sisters. Awesome. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're our friends Absolutely. on the streets. They're not just people that are yeah. the outcasts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we get to kind of know them. We get to know what their, um, what their is- issues are, what their successes are, where they're at in life, and how we can best you know, uh, help if that's what they're looking for. Because there are folks here in town even that live homeless on purpose. Like they're, they're not yeah. looking to not be that way, but they still need a place to get a hot shower. Sure. So. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Very, very cool. Um, so you said it hasn't launched here in Indianapolis yet. The truck is not live here yet. Yeah, we're okay. So April. So did April, you yeah. work at the one in St. Louis before? No, okay. I did not. We were uh, together. We were part of um, Jake and I both worked for the same nonprofit that Shout the People at one point um, was kind of co-partners with, um, I'd say, more of a working alliance and they've since split ways they just uh, realized that their their models were a little bit different focuses more faith-based and shout mm-hmm. out to the people is human-based run by very faithful folks um but it, it allows us more freedom yeah yeah um yeah and uh just i, yeah, I was just very impressed when i met jake um he's we had some friends in different cir- circles like oh you talk to so-and-so oh you read you know roar oh you know, that kind yeah, of being yeah, being yeah. Right. Yeah. so it was an easy easy uh friendship to make and that kind of sparked me when I knew that they were going to be moving forward with things. Um, we kind of had to talk about it, and I had to decide which way to go, and this seemed to be more of a better fit for. So the work at the brewery for you, the work at the brewery will help fund, that, fund yeah. your work to do. Yeah, that. I really appreciate. Uh, round, round Town has been good to me as well. I just I work here Sundays from four to eight. That's it, oh, and yeah. it allows me time. To, I used to do this a lot, and I love this this work. I love good beer. And being in this uh, West Indy neighborhood, I'm also 
a part of a lot of neighborhood stuff. Um, okay, so you live around here. I too. live oh. just up on the hill. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. okay. okay, cool. This is my. This is my, your. This is your neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I can ride, cool. ride my bike here, walk here, and we're real close to downtown. We've been trying for a long time, well, 15, 20, 30 years now, to get you know the city to look at us yes. and to make some positive change yeah. and. It's happening, and Roundtown mm-hmm. took a big gamble by being here in yeah. this space because there's yeah, really nothing else around. Yeah, there really so. is no. There's not. not. It's kind no. of interesting. I'm glad to hear that it's doing well because I was is. like, I yeah. saw it. I was like, it's not like it's easy to find, but it's not easy yeah. to find. It's, kind of, it's on the back side of this event. Center, yeah, right? it but, is. But I'm glad to hear that you're doing really well. That's doing that makes me well. happy. Yeah, I so like th- I like that you said bring dignity. Yeah. Like that. That's kind of the purpose yeah. of that. Like absolutely. I think that gets way underestimated. Like. Yep. So by bring dignity, you mean you hand them like a stack of Bibles? <laughs> Absolutely not. They get out of the shower and you hand <laughs> yeah. them a Bible. And we here's say, that. here's a tract for you to read. <laughs> yes. Now that you're clean on your body, yeah. do you want to be clean in soul? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. we absolutely do not do that. <laughs> uh, it's, just, be, it's just a Jesus coloring book. It is. They can't read. I mean. It's a shower truck, but it's really like the ultimate Jesus juke. It's like, <laughs> you know, here's their shower, but what we really want to do. Uh, really yeah. want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a portal no. to your salvation. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> you step so in the shower. Talk talk a little bit just about why you think, why is I think to some people, maybe especially Christians, they would say, okay, it's a shower. That's cool. But, like, I don't get why that is a life change. Sure. Explain why it's so important for – why that work is so important. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, A, so, like, here in, in Indy, some of the shelters do have showers, but a lot of them don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just have beds. Yeah. Um, Indiana as a state and Indianapolis as a city – do not have a good track record for taking care of the homeless, like mm-hmm. zero dollars given. So most of what's done is faith-based, which is mm-hmm. great. The faith-based orgs do a lot of good here, but they also generally have re- requirements for you right. to stay in the shelter, for you yeah. to get clean. Yeah. You're, you're going to act a certain way or at least agree to try to do something. Sure. And we've had folks that have come and talked to us um, at the breakfast that we run here in the uh, hood that have said, I was at Wheeler Mission and I, I had to leave because I couldn't take it because I was being yelled at. Yeah, and that's not yeah, to disparage yeah. the good work that gets right, done there, but... Right. Yeah. It's not for everyone. Yes. And the other thing is, if you're looking for a shower, you need to be married or together with a kid that's between the two, the two of you. Because it's all this, you know, Christian faith based, there's not a lot of room for non-traditional yeah, things. Sure. So the ability to provide dignity, a lot of folks, when they're on the streets, if they're trying to get off, a lot of what got them there is lack of money. So for them to yeah. get a job, they got to go to a job interview. Yeah. And often they don't have a place to shower. Yeah. And so, you know, you know, it's like you get out of the shower, you feel great. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you had to go to a job interview covered in shit, like yeah, that's just not sure. going to work. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, so yeah. it's a chance for them to get that hot shower and then for us to also really connect with them. Because that big part of it, too, is they don't ever get noticed other than for being a pain in the ass. Yeah. They don't have a lot of people that advocate for, no, 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 this is just the same type of person as you and me. They're just at a different spot. You're, you're giving them back their humanity. Part exactly. Of their humanity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. So are, will there be, do you know, For we have quite a few listeners in the Bloomington Indy mm-hmm. area. Will there be volunteer opportunities when this is up absolutely. and running? Okay. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, is that something anybody could find on a website when it's up and yes. going? Yes. Okay. I mean, right now everything runs through our main website, which is showertothepeople.net. Okay. Um, that is where everything will run through. We won't, we won't have a separate Indy website but we do have you can donate specifically to indy if you want your your dollars to go here for this truck Mm -hmm. um the guys have been great about splitting all of that out and we do hope to eventually be global um there's a lot of folks that are looking at us because they want us to be global they've had calls from all over the world jake said he's gotten 
emails and phone calls from every continent but Antarctica. Huh. Which why they don't want a shower truck there. Say, <laughs> probably not going to get many from there. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's got a so shitload of penguins. <laughs> filthy. <laughs> filthy. If you can wash a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking polar yeah. bears. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, there will be plenty of volunteer. And we hope okay. to partner with other groups that are doing mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that too, where we can kind of work cool. alongside. Awesome. awesome. I think it's great work. It's yeah. really yeah. cool. I think it... I think it's sort of the outside the box thinking that needs mm-hmm. to happen Absolutely. for issues of poverty to really start to be taken Absolutely. care of. Well, and I know they've got like you know they've got mobile like uh, uh, laundry trucks, mm-hmm. like that kind, like yeah, that kind of that. stuff is yeah. where where people could sort of start to reclaim their dignity. Mm-hmm. Just a clean, just a clean pair of pants. I mean, yep. like, you know, so yeah. like a clean outfit. Like clean you just outfit, you cannot imagine people just like those of us who are affluent enough that we don't have to deal with that. Yeah. yeah can't imagine what how important it is just to be clean yeah like so yeah we're man we're 100 percent on board we'll put that we'll put the link in the show notes for sure um for sure um you guys got anything else no i think i think that's it thank you so much thank you man we appreciate it appreciate it Uh, who's your favorite though who's (laughs) my favorite (laughs) wow just you your mom i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so good drop and he's out (laughs) so good well done Again, thank you to um, Luke Beecham. Yes, yes. Come see him. It was a uh, wonderful interview. Sundays, 4 to 8 p.m. at the Roundtown Brewery in Indianapolis. And look up uh, Shower to the People. And look up Shower to the People. It's a very cool program. Yeah, uh, but I kicked that sucker to the curb, baby. And I'm yeah. back as political <laughs> correspondent here. Yes, uh, Brandon Andrus is back, he is back, back in the building. Um, <laughs> Nobody's taking my job. Nobody puts no, baby nobody's in the taking this J-O-B. <laughs> No. <laughs> the notorious J-O-B. <laughs> yep. Um, so it's that time where... Um, oh, we have a new version of Into the Newsfeed. It's remastered already. It's been one week. Um, Andy has uh, digitally remastered it, so uh, you can hear it a little bit better. So here we go. <laughs> Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers. We're headed into the newsfeed. I don't think there's going to be a week where I don't laugh at that. The end of that. Into the news feed. We are super pumped um, for for that version. So who wants to go first? I'll go. Uh, Brian just wants to get his his so he doesn't know why he steals it. (laughs) This is from geekology.com. Man on acid thinks he's a tiger caught by forest photo traps prowling around naked. (laughs) How'd they get my picture? (laughs) Yeah. So this is so good. 21-year-old Czechoslovakian man Marek H. took some LSD while in Poland to self-medicate for his depression. And As boy, one does. And boy, did it work. He turned into a Siberian tiger and spent eight hours <laughs> naked in the woods traveling <laughs> over 15 miles on all fours. That's wonderful. Isn't that what you do when you go hiking, Brandon? <laughs> it is, yeah. When you go Just hiking. hiking. What's, your, what's your blog called? It, it talks about your naked LSD travels through the West. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in civilized life, we only use two legs, but whenever we... <laughs> right, <laughs> right. We're quadruped. <laughs> Clothes are gone, and it's all quadruped, baby. Oh, man. So this is what I think it's a new idea. I I think we're going to bring it back. It's going to be quadruped backpacking. Yes, absolutely. So it says the story says Merrick confessed to the police that he had taken the hallucinatory drug LSD. He said it started to work immediately and that he felt he had become a Siberian tiger. As one does. Moreover, Merrick told them that his this was when his 
quote, true personality woke up. But his antics were captured by the hidden cameras, which had been expected to pick up a different kind of wildlife. Police said that because the man did not have any drugs with him, he was only fined and will not face any further charges. So, yeah, here's a, here's a picture. His literal spirit <laughs> like animal. Buck naked running through oh, the woods wow. on He's all like fours. Full, like full on. Full fledged. Yeah. I think I just saw his rectum. Well, no, you him. saw a very pixelated version of his rectum. Dang near killed him. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we've talked about our, our spirit animals. Uh, Brandon, My what, spirit what animals. Yes, yeah, a naked Siberian tiger man. Yeah. Uh, mine is a centaur per use. Uh, what, what choice, Brandon? My wife would say it's a snail. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> I have no idea. My, my spirit animal mine, is mine's bacon. That's my spirit animal. <laughs> what choice? I don't remember. Can we move on? What do they call those? I don't remember. Chimeras? <laughs> mine's a chupacabra. <laughs> or a capybara. A capybara. I'm going to go a giant rat. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> capybara. I don't, whatever the most depressed animal is, that's probably me. So Sloth. Yeah. Fruit yeah, chisel. that's it. Yeah. What's the snake that could wrap around Michael's neck and strangle him to death? I'm that. That's my spirit animal. <laughs> Have <laughs> you seen the video of the, uh, the the sloth crossing the road? Yes. It's it's painful. It is. <laughs> it is. Especially if you're in traffic. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Guy's freaking honking. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'll go. Uh, so, can you guys guess what the best-selling box set of 2016 was musically? Box set. Box set. Um, it's going to be something completely out of left field, I'm sure. Let me. Um, I'm going to guess the Alabama, uh, Alabama Thunder Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the Alabama Thunder Pussy. Well done. They had a yes. huge surge after you guys mentioned them on the podcast. The, That's right. The it's, third like eye blind. it's like five songs. The pa- it's only the past- five. The, the whole box bump. set is five songs. It's Third Eye Blind. All Third Eye Blind. No, it's not. Brad, um, uh, I have no idea. No. Uh, there is a 200-disc Mozart box set that was really? 2016's wow. best-selling CD release. See, I would love that. I freaking I wonder love if that's based on music. units sold or if it's based on dollars. He said unit. 1.25 <laughs> million sold. Wow. Um, it is, really? It is 200-disc box set comprised of more than 4,000 Mozart God. tracks, 240 hours of music. Jeez. It sold 6,250 box sets. How much How much yeah. does it sell that's, for? Uh, I don't know. And it didn't say actually. It's got to be that a lot. Can't I mean, be cheap. No. You say two hundred and forty hours of music. Yeah. So that's how many days is that? <laughs> a lot. That's a lot. Ton of days. Ten days. That's ten days. Yeah. Of pure Mozart. Uh, straight. If you would stay there for ten straight days, you could listen. That to is it. Yeah. enough to drive you crazy. Like I love Mozart and I love that's classical a lot of music. Mozart. But holy shit! I feel like if you owned a couple Mozart albums, you'd be good. Like. I wonder if it's like all like because I got a box I do. Set. I've got some vinyl. Of I've got some box sets where it's like. You get into it, and it's like 15 different versions of the same song. Yeah, I wonder if they've got that yeah, or if it's like all different music. That is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. That was the number one selling box set. Mm-hmm. 6,250 yeah. box sets sold. Uh, up next, wow. Beyonce covers Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what I've got. So, Brandon? Yeah, you're never going to believe it. On the back of... Cheese being good for you, good for your health, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're coming to you live tonight saying that fat is good for you. New research says cheese and cream to prevent diabetes, <laughs> diabetes, <laughs> and heart risk. Listen to this. Diabetes. It, it says 
Current dietary advice says foods containing high levels of saturated fat, such as cream, butter, red meat, eggs, and cheese, should be avoided because they increase the risk of diabetes and type 2 diabetes <laughs> and cancer. But a study published in a leading medical journal has found the opposite is true. I am immortal. With a diet <laughs> of course, full of natural fats, improving health, and pe- you know, everything over the last 30 years that they have discovered has completely been turned over in the last yeah. decade. If this was true, Michael's an MMA fighter. <laughs> yeah, like, like, if this was actually true, like... I will I will bring it. I was going to say I was going to say a MMA fighter, but then I realized I don't really know that many. Bring it, Chris Lydell. He's a, he's a guy, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Bring, he's from Indiana. Wasn't it Chuck Lydell? Wasn't there a Chuck Lydell? Wasn't he like a big... I don't know. I don't yeah. watch MMA. Chuck Pagano, but. same thing. <laughs> Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Pagano's an That's MMA the coach fighter. coach of the Colts, Michael. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I've got a, a couple here. Uh, crime ring. Um, so it's been a while since we've talked about some stolen goods. We talked about the cheese that got oh stolen. God, this is going to be something up what someone's else ass, we? isn't it? It's going to be a butt smuggling. It's going to be There's something no but, up somebody's asshole. No butt smuggling no. in this one. Um, so the police in Toronto busted a high-profile crime ring and found some unlikely contraband um, nearly $5 million worth of stolen goods, um, along with 60 luxury automobiles, drugs, guns, and cash, police discovered a truckload of Nutella <laughs> with an estimated value of $16,000. Of, of Nutella. I don't know. Nutella is pretty expensive. That's like four cans of Nutella. <laughs> it, it is a ton. Um, so that's, a, that's a big Twinkie. Recently, I guess in 2013, Germ- somebody in Germany stole uh, 5.5 tons of Nutella, and it's causing um, the 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 um, n- hazelnuts. Um, there's a shortage in hazelnuts because of Nutella. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah at all. So. Um, um, that's the the Nutella beat this week. Nutella correspondent Brandon Andrus now with further details. Watch your hazelnuts. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing that I think is really crazy is uh, a bizarre. So uh, they found these uh, this cave in Romania, and uh, it had been they found Dracula cut off from the outside world for five point five million years. So if I have like a date scratch on the fucking wall, <laughs> uh, uh, apparently. So covered <laughs> covered for five point five million. Jim years was here <laughs> until a Romanian <laughs> sewer workers uh, accidentally discovered this ancient place. It is um, a poison cave, so it's literally oh, no, um, good. It can literally kill you. Um, while Earth was evolving. Uh, um, with primates descending from uh, trees. Wait, and wait. When God was creating this, this when God finger. created the earth with his <laughs> first of all, finger, first of all, like, it can't finger. be that old because the earth's only six thousand yes. years old. <laughs> Fuck uh, you no. and your liberal <laughs> atheism, Michael. Anyway, uh, so they found this place um, sequestered from the outer world. The air is low in oxygen. It takes uh, contains just ten percent oxygen rather than the usual twenty percent that we have. So without a breathing at, um, apparatus, you'd get a headache and then. Uh, you can only stay down there five or six hours before your kidneys pack in. Oh, so, well, that's fun. Oh, yeah. good. No, so, they just so send that. They just send that old miner guy that from South America that was. Oh yeah. Jesus was telling him to build a <laughs> dig a hole. Dig a <laughs> yeah. tunnel. Yes. So he'd be fine. This is this is actually this was actually discovered by um, the uh, what's what's the game that we talked about last week. Uh, um, what did we talk about? We last talked about week? The, them <laughs> digging the pointless hole. 
I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Something dude. against Cards Against Humanity. Oh yeah, this. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Never oh mind. yeah, yeah. Would have been a better right. joke if I would have remembered yeah. Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I'm glad we this. pushed through to, to the end of um, that. That was really uh, worth anyway, it. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> it's riveting radio. You guys want to go ahead and go back like 15 seconds and hit your 15 second forward <laughs> skip button? That'd be great. The the best part of this uh, whole story is they found new animals. New uh, insects. You know what the funny thing about this is, is that Michael has this like <laughs> veneer that just avoids any shots it that does. you shoot I at know. him. It he does. just keeps going. He's like yep. a machine. It's, it's all the, it's all, have the, to. it's all the cheese and fat. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a, a thick skin of, against the poly. He torpedoes. just keeps going. It's like people are pummeling him on each if side. Your state, just, if your if your study that you just said is true, <laughs> he's like ninety percent cheese curd, so he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let me get back to, to what I was talking about. Um, so they found millions upon millions of bacteria uh, known as autotrophs. Um, but so far, they've they've discovered 48 species. Um, oh, crap. That's a lot. That is crazy. 33 found nowhere else in the world. See, I've heard where there's like still... They believe like thousands of undiscovered species. How is that well, we've possible? Only, we've only, I mean, the Earth is seventy percent water, and we've only just like, explored five percent like, of it. You would like, just think that like everything had been found at this point. It's it's amazing to me. Yeah, when, it's, when the deepest points in the ocean are like thirty thousand feet, like there's shit. Down but there even that, like, like there's never places of land that have never been touched. Yeah. Like it just yeah. doesn't make sense. I think every five years they have a, a plane f- fly over another village where yeah. people yeah have never are waiting, seen, you know yeah. are freaking out yeah. and it's like it's amazing. Didn't we fly over that? Same yeah, there's vil- still. Amazonian villages that have like never seen a human being. It's uh, it's That's incredible crazy. to me. It's it's I think it's awesome that the world is literally teeming with life. Like there's so much undiscovered um, things, places. In, it um, is incredible. We've never been. Yeah, yeah it's it's, awesome. it's amazing. Yep. And then we we got nothing on the moon, nothing on Mars, Jupiter, except for Matt Damon on Mars. <laughs> Still, somebody go get him, please. <laughs> Someone yes, please. Somebody somebody he's one of our great <laughs> national treasures. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure, sure we're going to lose Nick Cage at some point. <laughs> no, we can only hope. <laughs> Are we calling that a loss? Is that where we're landing on that? Yeah, All probably. Right. Um, and then I've got one last to redeem myself. So I went to a science. Now I've got to go. Uh, this, so there's an anonymous activist um, who uh, had a bunch of potholes. I saw there was a bunch of hot potholes. And they decided, and we've talked about a little bit about in our podcast about being subversive. Yeah. We really want to make mm-hmm. change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to be the change. Stuff like showers to homeless people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, this guy decided he was going to fix those potholes by um, drawing penises around them. Um, <laughs> and they were they were all fixed within 48 hours. <laughs> awesome. They were, he, all he did was that's, got spray paint. That's fantastic. That's so drew good. penises on pot, around oh potholes. Oh, my God. I'm going to start doing that. Them. That is incredible. Yep. That so. is troll level 100, man. That's amazing. So... <laughs> As they, as Pound, we, pounding pavement. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yes. So oh my God. This is your chance to literally be the change you want to see in the world. My drawing dongs on the, on the so asphalt. I'm going to go ahead because I think it's hilarious and just challenge any of our listeners. Draw penises around potholes and send us pictures. We want to see them. Yeah. And then let us know if it actually works. Yeah. yeah. That is so good. Yeah, what? Like, where does that idea generate? I don't know, Does a guy have, like, four beers and go, that pothole is pissing me off. I'm drawing a dick on it and see if it... Well, like, like, we're talking about... We're also talking about, like, I mean, humanity is... We have people who take LSD and run around the the jungle for eight hours naked. So, like, I think anything's possible at this point, really. That's very true, yeah. Um, Can I just say one more thing? So, so this is an anonymous (laughs) artist. Um, They have have dubbed him uh, Wanksy. What? (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> Wings, he strikes again. That's yeah. so great. Very good. Just when you think humanity is going down the tubes, <laughs> something like this pops up and somebody names it that. You're he like, said pops up. Uh, <laughs> I like how these days, like, Jesus can't give me hope, but a guy that draws dicks around... Uh, <laughs> Around, around <laughs> potholes well, does. We, we may survive this after we all. Might be a, we might survive <laughs> Trump. We might. Uh, these dick pics are sweet. <laughs> these are the, my favorite dick pics. <laughs> That's too long of a hashtag. Yeah, yes. it is. <laughs> Not even typing it down. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll see. Yeah. Uh, you say that. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Um, let's uh, do this. It's that time. It's been a while since we've done this. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so okay, <laughs> I have the soundboard now, and my son knows that I have it. And, oh no! <laughs> and he literally the Puddle other day, uh, yes, Puddle Glum. Um, <laughs> he literally the other day, I just heard him go, "Fat bastards." <laughs> He's three and a half. I if love you, if you know Michael's son at all, which most of best. you don't, he is he is little Michael. He yep. has a filthier mouth yep. than I do. Yep. <laughs> I'm guessing I can guess. There's about three options for where he learned that from, and I can guess yeah. one of them right now. Yeah, he. I've heard him say shit. I've heard him say fuck. Um, my favorite is though. Um, yeah, he. I, he's he's Mike. He's just Michael you. Michael is father of the year. Yep, father of the year right here. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, my favorite is when he's crying. Uh, we, we try to be like a, a sensitive like family and like you know talk about our feelings. You just don't shut the fuck up. No, I don't. I don't. I don't tell him. <laughs> no, that. I don't. I was like, like, but whenever he's crying and screaming, like that's a little bit like, buddy, you you gotta stop. You gotta stop. And he just yells, "It's okay to cry. <laughs> it's okay." <laughs> so we we tell him it's okay to cry, but. Um, at some point, you yeah. gotta shut at up. At some point, you can't yell, cry. It's not <laughs> not worth it. Anyway, fat you know why he yeah. said it's okay to cry? Yeah. Why? <laughs> this whole ongoing conversation about crying. When was the last oh. time that you cried? <laughs> yes, he's been listening yeah. to the podcast. Obviously, he's been diggery, yes. not yes. a misogynist. Yes, <laughs> my son, very in touch with board. his feelings. <laughs> yep, dad, it's okay. <laughs> It's okay to cry. I tell listen, them, tell I the listen to Twisted Sisters. They said I could cry. <laughs> tell the Pollies it's okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's, that's that's my son. All right. Matt. So I've already got like 14 hashtags. <laughs> I do too. We're not even into anything yeah. yet. So okay. Uh, you yeah. Uh, my wife made these. They are salted caramel fudge mm. squares. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I've had these, so I think they're amazing. What are we rating these out of? Uh, Mandy's. <laughs> Out of five Mandy's. Oh, Mandy. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Those are so thick. Yeah, Holy they crap. are. Five Mandy's. You can't eat a lot of them, trust me. <laughs> God, yeah, that's five Mandy's. That's not even a question. Like, it's a, wow. I love, I love salted, car- salted caramel stuff. Yeah. The only thing that would make it better... Is a gallon of ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is amazing. Or milk. Mm-hmm. Like a gallon of yeah, milk. Anything at this point. Holy cow. <laughs> or a pale ale. Mm-hmm. Or a stout. Yeah, I've got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So freaking good. Oh, I did forget one Those thing. Those are amazing. Wow. wow. Michael, well what's done, your Mandy. rating? I'm going to give five Mandy's for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. That was um, great. Luke, Mandy. Luke, you want to try one of these? You do. Salted caramel fudge. My wife made them. Back off, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the pol- I'm the political correspondent here. <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty good. One out of five Mandy's. What are you rating it? Four Mandy's. Four Mandy's. That's nice. Very, very good. Very good. Well, Um, we've got plenty more. (laughs) Yeah. She was basically like, she didn't even tell us to use these for fat pastors. She's like, just get them out of my house. <laughs> so we'll eat them all so, if you so don't. So. Um, so Mandy's in the pub, obviously. Yeah. Brad's wife. Yeah. Uh, Luke's in the pub. Brandon's mm-hmm. in the pub. Um, I forgot to mention earlier uh, when we were talking about the round. Um, oh, dude, that's really good with the stout, by yeah, the way. Things that, are di- mm-hmm. that were discussed yeah. in the pub this week. Um, free will. Uh, Charismania. Rum, cha- <laughs> rum chata. Rum ch- <laughs> a lot of rum chata there picks. There was a lot of rum chata picks. Uh, polygamy. I think somebody, I don't remember who it was, said they'd had like six shots of rum chata. <laughs> oh, it was me. I had f- I had like four. <laughs> I had four shots in, in one drink. Uh, yep, it was, it was. At some point, you move from shots to pints. Like, a, like there's a there's <laughs> yeah. a like a there's a, a level there. It was really good. They they were throwing me some ideas, man, and I gotta <laughs> I gotta try it. Um, Michael got white girl wasted on rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it. Was so good. Um, polygamy, arranged marriages, uh, bi- <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, bisexuality, and then we also talked about weird uh, family traditions that we yeah, that Christmas we all have traditions. Christmas traditions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it was a it was a, a major mixed bag this week. Yeah. So uh, if and you, we're also raising money for a friend, we are raising money for a friend. We shall go nameless. Who shall go nameless? So, just to reiterate, the the pub is like a safe space. It's an online safe space, and people are finding it more and more safe, and it's yep. wonderful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is growing a yeah. lot. So we just want to make sure that if anybody's thinking about joining, if you're thinking about joining and making it not a safe space, um, fuck off. Yeah. And we're. Gonna- <laughs> We're exactly. it's just no. I got plenty of punches here. Yeah, because so, it's been yeah. it's really Who's good. The bouncer here, yeah. and yeah. people it's are really people are really finding it to be a, a place yeah. where they can really make like talk about who they really are. Yeah, and we're not going to lose the integrity of that. Yeah, yeah we mm-hmm. will boot people if we need to. And I'm Save gonna, your dollar if you're going to be a troll. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll or boot people ten dollars or whatever. Yep, I I'm not afraid to pull that trigger. Yeah. So we don't need your money that bad. No, we don't. No, we don't. For sure. Um, yeah, let's go. Uh, you guys ready to go further yeah, up? Man, further let's in? do it. All right. That's my favorite. Further in. Yeah. It just never gets that old. That half-hearted yeah. 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 All right, what are we talking about, Mikey? Um, we are talking about uh, the incarnation and why Jesus' birth was a sham. And it didn't actually happen <laughs> this week with political correspondent. Nice, yeah. yes. <laughs> Little Sufjan action. Yeah. yeah. That's all you get. Oh, man. Yeah, we can't, we can't pay for any more than that. That song's entirely you about You know, one thing that was brought up in the pub by me, Michael, this week yeah. is that can we just go ahead and say that Sufjan has written the best Christmas music yes. ever. Ever. Yeah. I yep. mean, it's just yeah. unbelievable. It is. I've been listening. That's all I listen to this season. It's it all I listen to. It's yeah. Sorry, Billy. Yeah. I was listening. <laughs> sorry, Billy. Sorry, not sorry, Billy. <laughs> sorry, Billy. Um, I was listening. Or I was watching uh, This Is Us, which is a, a new television show, and they had like three or four different Sufjan uh, songs Sufjan on Sufjan it. Sufjan works for about anything. Yep. So good. And it was the Christmas stuff, too. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, my favorite Sufjan, well, there's the one. Um, I think it's probably your favorite one, but my second favorite one is um, uh, Good King Wenceslas. 
Very that's good. good. Okami Manual is one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, that's, that's oh man. Yeah, but he's got some other stuff. Even in that second, like his second, I'm basically uh, a functional. I'm basically a functional atheist at this point. But that Okami Okami Manual is just that version is just ridiculous. And come thou fount also. Yeah. Yeah, and I think one for me that is not necessarily a Christmas song, but. He put it on the album as "Holy, Holy, Holy." Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. He oh, does that dude, one. that version is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Go out and buy that oh. if you don't know. There's, yeah, there's two. There's two box sets. The first one is my favorite. The second yeah. one's good, but the first Songs one for is Christmas like, and yeah. Silver and Gold. Silver and Songs gold. for Christmas is my favorite. Well worth yeah. your money. Yeah, yep. there's like four, five, uh, five, five discs per five at East. Yeah. And then Silver and Gold has five it's discs. Also five. five. There's mm-hmm. ten discs total of Christmas music. Man, they're so EPs. Good. They're basically ten EPs, but they're really well. But even then, some of them are like ten songs yeah, long. They're, they're so. good. They're yeah. great. And then he throws on Alphabet Street by Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's it's well worth your time. So. So the incarnation. Yeah. Uh, take us away, somebody. Brandon, what's the incarnation? Explain well, it. I, I'm going to flip it back on you this week. Oh, damn. So political court. Oh, so <laughs> if we need to start this. So about Trump. We have to talk about Trump. So we have to talk about why we had Brandon on for a third straight time. We just had him on a few weeks ago after the election. He was pretty we much have, on last episode, too. We have, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We have directly. We've asked Brandon to be on two different times, and both times we were going to talk about one thing. Well, and he's our political correspondent. And ended up boning him and talking him into doing politics, which he absolutely despises. So we just, I told so I told him after the election I was like look we'll have you on around Christmas we'll talk about something that's not politics really so that's why we had him on again so Brandon's our first third timer our first three timer so so is Trump the next incarnation of Jesus <laughs> <laughs> explain I knew that this is the biggest rope of open history it is you yep. guys pulled me into yep. Indy it's a fucking ruse and <laughs> yeah. you fell for it again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, so, you, so what's, mean, what's incarnation? Well, I would, like, explain it for anybody that, because that's a very, it's a very Christianese term. Um, so go ahead and explain for any listeners that may not know what the incarnation. Well, is. let's make it really simple, and yeah. then I'm going to ask you guys a question. Sure. So, okay. I mean, very simply, it is God becoming man, mm-hmm. that which is without coming within. Okay. Sure. And and so that's it in a really quick nutshell but i think the thing that's interesting to me as i started thinking about it is flipping it back to you guys and saying you all grew up within the church brad from what i understand you were in church the sixth day yeah. after you were born both yeah. of us so, yeah <laughs> i mean that yeah, yeah both of us yeah. yeah michael i think the same is true for you yeah they uh came to my house and had church and prayed around my body <laughs> you know, fun your limp lifeless body <laughs> yep and he, I had a stroke at birth, so fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, and that concludes. Oh, I played. I played. I played the incarnation as a baby. I was Jesus as a baby. Wow. Mom and dad were Mary and Joseph. So That's I played where Judas. We went off track. Yeah. I played Judas in the Passion Play. So I think you did. I played Jesus in the Passion Play. Him. I betrayed oh, God. I played. I, I played baby Jesus and adult Jesus. That was so. the most awkward thing ever. That I was, was awful. There. It yeah. was. Was your shirt off? Yes. Wow. <laughs> no, I had yeah. I had something on. Uh, I had sure? I had I had something. It was anyway. torn, but yeah. Anyway, it was god, god it was awful. terrible. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the, the question to you guys is: as you grew up in the church, I mean, what, what, what was Christmas? What was taught to you? What was taught to you about incarnation? So what was taught to us was why the virgin birth had to be true. Okay. Um. And <clears throat> why we were, Matt and I were just talking about this today because we, uh, <laughs> yeah. We've been we've been you know? we've been roped into going to 
our Christmas boy. Eve service with our parents at their church, the church we grew up at. Are anyway, you going? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. I love it. Found out today it's an actual full service, not just a Christmas Eve. I'm I'm literally I'm literally I don't know that I can tell you how much I'm dreading it. Anyway. Hey Michael. Yeah. Let's go to their yes. uh, <laughs> service. Do. And watch no, we're these fine guys. with that. Seriously. No, no, we'll yeah. just, we want to yeah. watch you guys. So basically in the it what it always hovered around the literal factual, like why everything had to have happened exactly as the Bible said it was, or everything yeah. is null and void, basically. Yeah. Um, there was never any talk of like why it mattered, right? Mm -hmm. Like was, the significance, yeah, the larger like, picture of which it fits. Yeah. You never left a Christmas service or Christmas Eve service going, "Oh, that really means that really means something for my day to day existence." It was always like, "This is why it had. This is why it's true, yeah. and this is why it has to be true." Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, Easter was like that. I mean, every major yeah. quote unquote Christian holiday—that's yeah. what it was. It was. Here's why this factually has to be It was basically true. a defense of the facts. Yeah. yeah this, I mean, is what, this is what happened to Jesus at the crucifixion. Right. This is what the, you know, trying to make the, yeah. the, the birth as, as gruesome as possible so we could say, oh, this is how human it was. And yeah, like, but there was yeah, never yeah. talk about meaning. Like, why, right, right. why does it even fucking matter that he was, yeah. that God became flesh? Yeah. So what about you, Michael? Um, what was the question? Well, I, since, I'm <laughs> since, since I'm hosting tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, when did you take over? When did you yeah, become that's the... Good. That's good. Uh, thanks for being here tonight, This is guys. not <laughs> called Outside the Walls. There is no music playing over it's, this. I'm Brandon <laughs> Andrus. You've got your own damn podcast. Stop hijacking ours. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Michael, growing up within the church, I mean, what, what did you grow up thinking that Christmas... I mean, besides just Jesus yeah. being born, like, what did that mean to you? What was the church telling you that that meant? I think the biggest thing that I remember about Christian uh, about Christmas during the holidays was we. The biggest thing was we read the Christmas story before we opened presents. And growing up, I really wish my parents would have. Um, they probably didn't even know about Advent. Uh, I wish yeah. Advent would have been a bigger thing yeah. and part of my um, my upbringing. Um, you know, I think the the virgin birth uh, um, was was always important, um, and I don't I don't know that I like believe it, but also I really don't think it matters. Um, I, I, it doesn't like it doesn't affect my how I feel about Jesus. No, and I was I was thinking about this today in terms of you know the literal, you know I I don't know if I bind a literal virgin birth again. I don't know that it matters. I'm, if it is fine, if it's not fine. Um, I was thinking today that, like, for me, anymore, when I read the Bible, and specifically in this case, we'll talk about the, the birth the birth narratives, I read them as myth. And, like, what does it have to say for me? Like, I don't, if, if it was virgin birth, whatever, whatever, that's fine. I don't think it was. I think there's a lot of stuff going on there historically, and the writers the are borrowing. The word virgin. Yeah, the word virgin. The, different things, yeah. I mean. You know what? Do you, do you think that we because I think that this is the case is that whenever you grow up and, and you're being taught this like single narrative that doesn't fit into a larger picture, which bothers me on every single topic of the Bible because you learn certain stories and mm -hmm. certain accounts, but then there's not an overall arching narrative of where that right. fits within. So you can understand like where your place is within it, because I think that that's the larger thing. It's like, you know, if, 
if we could understand the larger story, then all of a sudden that means something for you. Like, well, where am I within that? Yes. Right? And yes. Apparently so you haven't read that. the Jesus Storybook Bible by Sally Lloyd-Jones. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Well, every, every story of the Bible is, is read in a vacuum. That's exactly it. It's, re- it's all read in a vacuum. So you read the virgin birth in a, in a, yeah. in a vacuum at Christmas. You read the, the crucifixion in a vacuum at right. Easter. Yeah. I mean, even though the but, but Easter the, isn't about the crucifixion. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think the interesting thing is, is that whenever you read things without the larger narrative of what that means for you, for your identity and your purpose, what ends up happening is you find the smaller story and then all of a sudden you have to defend all of the little parts around it. Yes. Right. Because the story in and of itself is important. It's sacred. And so don't, don't mess with it. Don't question it. Don't do anything with it. And I look at it and say, well, does it really matter if every single factual part is right? Like, what does it mean for my life? What does yeah. it, how does it uh, inform who I am and then what I'm doing in the world? And I yeah. think that that's maybe the bigger issue with me is that as I've transitioned and kind of evolved over time in my thinking about, you know, let's just be really honest. I mean, the early Christians probably didn't celebrate Christmas, right? right. Yeah. Okay. And so it was a pagan holiday. So yeah. we can throw all these things out there and yeah. it's like, I understand all that. I get it. I understand it. But there's still something to this idea that what I was going to say, according to uh, Tim Keller, I listened to an interview with him this week. Uh, it was the Christians who had Christmas first, not the pagans. So, no. okay. And, well, anyway, and, and breaking news: <laughs> yeah. Tim Keller's full shit. Okay. So. Well, there again, like there again, I think the question <laughs> is, who gives a shit? Yeah. Right. Like, it, but see, I think that that's the thing is we, on all these little things, we get completely caught in the weeds of defending these smaller parts that don't even matter. So yeah. the question that I would have is, you know, if I believe that there is a God and that God's outside of our time space dimension, is it possible that that God broke in through our time space reality into a human form to yeah. demonstrate life to the fullest, to show us the way to live fully? And to me, that's the bigger issue. And so, I mean, I'll, I'll throw that out right now, and then we're going to take another step in a second. But, I mean, the thing that is important with the incarnation is kind of what Michael alluded to. The more important thing is Advent. It's the coming of the Word, the Word becoming flesh. Yeah. And, you know, God demonstrating in the life of a human what it looks like to be fully alive, yes. fully human, right? Yeah. And so for me, Christmas all of a sudden starts changing and turning a corner for me of like, it's not just a, I mean, what we've made it in our culture is certainly another thing. And the way that we've participated in it as Christians it's just a baby. is- It's a baby in a cave. Right. It, it, that's exactly it. Yeah. But whenever you kind of like understand that, and, and I think that over the last couple of years is this is where I've, come to myself and i think my latest blog speaks to this is brandon that andrews <laughs> you beat me too and i was definitely gonna do it wow. <laughs> hashtag brandon andrews his new polit- his new uh, website political correspondent brandon <laughs> brandon andrews dot com dot org, dot org <laughs> yes but I, I i think that that's mm-hmm. the bigger thing for me is that I don't look at Christmas as an event. I don't look at it as, and like I, I appreciate sitting at home and watching the the uh, marathon of you know Christmas Story. <laughs> right. I love uh, listening to Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Yes. I love sitting around in my flannel pajamas and building snowmen with my kids. Sure. Right. Yeah. And, and 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 I'm not anti culture only in the sense that I don't think that it's good for us to rack up massive debt and everything else, sure. but. 
you know, if we could strip that cultural part away from it, it's like for a Christian, for someone who is like really wrestling with, does this thing even matter for my identity and purpose in the world? That's what I'm more interested in. Yeah. I'm, I'm not interested in saying, should we celebrate the holiday for the sake of celebrating the holiday? How does this inform who I am presently and what I'm to do about it? Yeah. So who does it like? So what is what are we supposed to do about? I it? am glad you asked that question, yeah, Brad, and I'm glad you. that it's you because it's yes. a political answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you're saying the incarnation is a massive middle finger to Donald Trump? Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, it totally uh, is. And actually. to Barack Obama and to the American yeah. no, system. And not to, to Barack Obama. <laughs> Shut your face. Yeah, you know, I. I what I about think Ma- Monica Lewinsky? How does this affect? Oh her? God! Don't Shut even. Up right now. Shut don't up. even. Don't even don't acknowledge answer that. It. Don't acknowledge no. it. Don't you stop, stop right now? Stop. Wipe stop. the smirk off your damn face and stop. I'd like to introduce a new segment. <laughs> no. Hi, friends. It's that time what of the week the fuck where Michael is? has a deep thought. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky was a saint. Well, friends, that was it. <laughs> what the hell was that? Go ahead. Okay, we had no idea that was coming. <laughs> nope. Yeah. All right, man, moving on. <laughs> that, folks, is what we call a momentum, a momentum killer. It is like a literal, like... That is like Michael's way of cock blocking the uh, <laughs> podcast. And you know what's That's really sad about it is that it everyone so ev- everyone loves it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they just keep re- it, it's Michael's that, it's the that best point of the podcast. Right. All right. What do they call that? A, a feedback loop. Yeah. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> thank you. Brad's back, Brad's back with his gun. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, where do we even go from? Here? I don't know. Where were we? <clears throat> Uh, um, I don't know. How Michael, the incarnation Michael, is a middle Michael finger just, to the political Michael system. Just, yes. block there we the go. Podcast. Why is the incarnation a middle finger to the political system? Yeah. So I think it was probably about seven or eight years ago, whenever I first was introduced to the idea of the kingdom of God, yeah. that everything started changing for me from all of my political ideas to my governmental ideas to my, you know, what does it mean to follow Jesus? What does it mean to, uh, you know, let God work through my life and serving and loving other people, how I see people, um, you know, so if we really believe that this God is outside of our time-space reality and that somehow this uh, reality has been fractured into dimensions, and if we really believe that God himself injected himself into this time-space reality in order to demonstrate the best and highest way to live, then it's in and of itself, like this word becoming flesh is completely antithetical to all of the world worldly wisdom. It's antithetical to every system and construct of the world. And so in and of itself, I mean, I think the beauty of even the, um, the, uh, the, the birth story, the beauty of it is, is it talks about the weight of the government being on his shoulders, yeah. even, even as a child, And I think because whenever the kingdom of God pierced the veil of this time-space reality and whenever it was injected into this place, I think that I said it in my last uh, writing, you know, if if the resurrection, um, here I'm not even going to remember my own line, (laughs) If, if uh, if the resurrection is the victory of God, of victory of God over sin and death, 
then Advent or the Incarnation is the day the, day the war yes. began. Yeah, I remember reading and that. I, I think that that's it because in Jesus, in that birth, it's almost like this, and I don't know if you guys have heard this metaphor before, but it's almost like a Trojan horse mm -hmm. that breaks in to enemy occupied territory and then begins taking it over and well, establishing breaking in, in a completely ass backwards way, completely like nobody, upside down. That's right. You know, I think that gets missed so much in the advent narratives of the, of the gospels is the fact that it, you know, not only does Jesus born to a poor family born to, uh, in a shithole cave born like that the birth proclamation was made to criminals, which were shepherds. People don't understand, like in the that day, shepherds were basically just low life criminals. Right. Like nobody volunteered to be a shepherd. You were sent there as punishment. Community service. Yeah. So like, you know, you're, you know, it, that's the people that, that God chose to announce the birth of Jesus to like the whole thing it's is subversive. Yeah. The it's whole thing is subversive. Like, Everything is upside down. Nobody saw that would have seen that coming. Nobody. No, and that's right. It, and I and I think that that's may, maybe because we're American, and maybe because we don't want to say that a subversive act undermines all of the things that we've built up within American Christianity. Yeah. You know, because whenever you say you subvert a system, if if this if the worldly system was built on power. Then all of a sudden you're coming. Jesus is coming in in absolute humility. Yeah. If if there's a power that says we are going to fight and war and crush you, then Jesus is coming in and saying, I, you know, the way of God is coming in and saying, I am going to love and serve and undermine that entire system through service and self-sacrificial love. And you could go down through the whole list, but you're exactly right. It's come every part of the kingdom of God that has invaded this place is antithetical it's upside down it doesn't make sense to anybody in the world you can't convince people into it yeah. you can't right i i can't go up to people that are christians and say i'm going to convince you that the kingdom of god that was initiated you know john 14 when the word became flesh on you know incarnation morning was the beginning of God's reign, of God's country, of God's kingdom breaking into this, this world that's completely, uh, you know, tearing people down. It's, it's atrocious. It's ripping people to shreds. It's pushing out the marginalized. It is demeaning people. But this new kingdom is going to invite people into it because it's going to be a completely different way and people are going to come in and be loved and respected and and if they're at the bottom then in this kingdom you're going to be at the top and and it's just you're right it's completely upside down it's a completely different way of thinking but you can't convince people into that yeah, yeah. so practically speaking christmas 2016 in america what's that have to do with us it it means nothing to us i guess my, my question too is it, like I, I believe everything you're saying. Like yeah. I believe the the life of Jesus is important, and it shows us a better way to live. My question is, why is the modern day church the way that it is? Why is that not a reflection of that story? Oh gosh. Well, I mean, I think part of it is what we just <laughs> this said. This podcast a just ago. got really long. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think that part of it is what we said a second ago is that I think that we've had a hard time separating 
the culture from Christianity, whether it's politics, government. We've talked about this ad nauseum, yeah. how, you know, there's nothing set apart anymore. The no. church is not set apart. It's not different. It's not antithetical to the worldly wisdom of the world. It mimics it. It, you know, it follows it. It embodies it. And I think that if you want to really get serious here, the incarnation, the advent is the like you said, it's the middle finger to every worldly wisdom, uh, every every idea that we've bought into within the world of how you get ahead, of how you fight in war, of how you make money and achieve. And quite frankly, all of those are American values, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you look within the church and it's like you still have people within the church saying, the American dream is, and it's all of those things. Yeah. And we will elect people who embody those things. And so the church in many ways... Put them in our cabinet too. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> but in many ways, we have married politics with Christianity so much that we we, we can't even... That, and that's why we have looked at Jesus and the, and the nativity and the Christmas narrative as simply a nice story to tell our kids. Yeah. Hey, this is when also forgetting that he was wanting to be murdered by a political king. Yeah, like a political That's king right. sought to eliminate him from the face of the earth because he heard from astrologers that there was this special child to be born that was going to usurp him. Well, it's funny because I, I asked people recently. I said, "Tell me, I asked Christians. I said, if you're a Christian and you celebrate Christmas, then please just shoot me a note and let me know why." that you celebrate Christmas. And and the responses were fascinating Mm -hmm. because what do you think that they were? Family. Family, festivity. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and this is... Fruitcake. (laughs) Yeah, it's so ingrained (laughs) in us. Like, I, honest to God, Brian, I think I would... That's how I would answer. I get exactly what you're saying. I agree with everything you're saying. Um. But I I would probably say the same thing. That for me, Christmas, I don't put a whole lot of thought into... What does the incarnation mean for me today? It's more of like, let's go eat some casserole. And, and that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, bad, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah no, I know I'm not saying you're saying that's bad. Right. Um, I, I, think, I think a huge part of it is, like you said, so wrapped up. Like, we don't even have the ability to see. I think we like the idea, and even I would say even progressive, progressive Christians more than conservative. Conservative don't even... I think a lot of times don't even like this doesn't even register on the radar screen. Like my parents, the subversive no, nature of not the advent even, no, wouldn't no. even be on the radar screen. No. But progresses, I think it's on the radar screen. But I think we like the idea of being subversive, but we don't like the practicality of being subversive. It's a, yeah, it's more yeah. ideology rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm yeah. I fall on that boat. I, I'm just as much a part of that as anybody else. I'm not throwing stones at anybody else because I'm pointing a finger at myself in that. Is that I love the idea of being subversive, and then I go, but man, fuck Trump. Like, yeah. somebody, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and not just, I mean, I mean, like, fuck Trump as, like, a human being. I'm not saying that, like, yeah, a, yeah. we need to subvert him in love. I'm like, no, really, he's just a piece of shit. So, like, I, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I'm just as bad about this as anybody else. Um, but, like, I think I, I struggle with, you know what Luke talked about early earlier. That's a subversive. That's thing. exactly it. it. Like that's incarnation. That's like right. what he talked about. If anybody wants like a definition of incarnation, inter, incarnational living, 
you you build a mobile shower unit and give showers yes. to homeless people like Lit- that because he even mentioned like the government in Indiana doesn't even acknowledge poor people like no. at all no, it like doesn't. there's no funding for homeless anything it's just it's all done by faith based initiatives in organizations that decide well somebody's got to do this that's that's what it means to be the incarnation if you want to know what to do and to look um, to to live incarnationally um, look no further than Luke and Wanksy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Luke and Wanksy. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, wank see you very much. Thank <laughs> you very much. Um, no, but I, no. you know, I, I just think the difficult thing is it's we love the idea of incarnation because it just sounds great. We love the idea of being rebellious and subversive until we really understand, try to understand what that actually means. But yes, you're, you're exactly right, because it has to start somewhere. And I would say that John 1 would say, in the beginning was the Word, mm-hmm. and the Word was with God, yep. and the Word was God. And then in verse 14, it says, and the Word became flesh. And so I think that you're exactly right. In one sense, it's like there's the idea of yeah. the Word, the Logos, yep. with God was God. But if you stay in that place then it means nothing. The word manifest must become flesh. So it happened one time, but it informs who we are today and it continues on today in and through us. And so I think you're exactly right. It's not that Luke is doing something only on Christmas, right? right? right, Remembering the incarnation. I think that the incarnation is marching orders to say, guys, take it beyond the idea. Take it beyond just being something that's in your head. Take it and manifest outward because this is nothing heretical. I mean, if Jesus himself would probably say, go and do likewise. Yes. The the word becoming flesh began with me, but it it continues through you, especially through you. And I love the idea of it. You know why I hate it and why I think most people do the cost. Like we know how that story ends. The dude hangs on a fucking cross. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think at the end of the day, I think especially progressive Christians understand in in some deep part of their being, I know I do, that it's like it ain't ain't coming for free. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that subversion is is the only way. But at the end of the day, it's going to cost you a lot, including possibly your life in one fashion or another, whether it's literal or figuratively speaking it costs you your life right. uh, Irenaeus said I have a quote here it's I found Irenaeus Irenaeus whatever <laughs> shut up Irenaeus Erroneous <laughs> this weekend Matt, Polonius this Monk week, <laughs> Irenaeus Monk <laughs> this weekend Matt acts like Michael hi friends it's that time of the week where Michael has a deep thought. Okay, I am totally on. I am totally on board with this new uh, segment. Math <laughs> idiot. Well, friends, that was it. You know, I even, so I, even good. I even pronounced it right at home when I was looking at it. You know what? So good. Every single time that Michael sees someone, either one of you guys just flaring up, you know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's being a peacemaker. Good job, Michael. God, yeah. He's it. embodying it. Well done with that news segment. You know, I don't, I don't even want to read this quote now. You guys <laughs> fuck right off. <laughs> Go ahead. Read the erroneous quote. Irenaeus <laughs> said, God. <laughs> I just want to shove this microphone right up your ass. He said, Jesus Christ became what we are that we might become what he himself is. And that, 
to me, that includes everything. And if that includes crucifixion, that includes crucifixion. Like, you don't get to limit what that <laughs> what that looks like. So I, th- I mean, I think there. I think that what you guys have said is that there's a cost to mm-hmm. the incarnation. It's not just a cute baby born yeah. in a you know slobbering that's baby. Exactly. That's the major. beginning of the story. That's not the end of the story. No, it's not. Um, uh, Athanasius, is that right? Athanasius. Whatever. Athanaeum. <laughs> Athenaeum. <laughs> Hit it again. Hit it again, Michael. Hit it again. Just do it. Get it over with. Thank you. Hi, friends. It's that time of the week where Michael has a deep thought. If you want to live like Jesus, know that it ends with Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> well, friends, that was it. You know what? Michael's going to have to have a spinoff podcast. <laughs> yeah, <all yes>. <laughs> That anyway, is the best thing ever. He said, um, <laughs> "Oh my god!" The, the, the first two, I didn't have anything. I didn't have any like deep thoughts. But that third one, I was I was prepared. He said something similar. He said, "For he was made man, that we might become we might be made God." And again, not that we're becoming God, but that we're participating in something very very real and objective in a very real and objective way in the divine like that's the incarnation yeah so i think the thing that bothers me though with liberal progressive christians is that oh there's so many things well there's so many things and you know the whining other than the whining and the tight pants and everything (laughs) um you would probably admit that that group of people would self-identify as largely creative, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that part of being subversive is finding creative ways to be subversive, to undermine the system, you know? And, and you know, Brad, you were kind of talking about how many liberal progressive Christians would sit around and, and, and talk about the idea, yeah. you know, the idea without it becoming manifest and, you know, word becoming flesh in their lives. And I would think that would be the group of people that ought to lead the charge right. yeah. of creatively, you know, <clears throat> pushing back against the system of demonstrating love whenever there's loads of hate, you know, yeah. working to be peacemakers when there's war going on. You know, I think that that's, we've largely been a culture Unfortunately, and, and the Christians are the ones on either side that have been largely responsible for being wildly uncreative. Yeah. You yeah. know, we are so pragmatic. We are so informational. <clears throat> we are so word in the head rather than word becoming flesh. And we have not found creative ways to push back against the system. You know, I, I think that I, I think one of you guys said, I'm just so sick of protest. I'm so sick of people yeah. protesting. I'm so sick of people putting yeah. it on Facebook. Like we're standing beside people yeah. and it's like, well, when is someone going to stand up and start doing creative things yeah. to make the point? And yeah, the penis around the potholes. I mean, we can laugh at it, but it's like, it's, it, something's it, happening it, at least yeah. something like, I mean, you draw a penis around right. a pothole and in how many days was it filled? Uh, 48 hours. 48 hours. Yeah. 
and and I think that there's beauty in that. I think there that whenever, is. whenever you're whenever you're creative, the I subversive think, nature of drawing a dick around a pothole. <laughs> like I mean, That's really our new title. though, like but, title yeah. for the episode. But, but think yes. about it. You, you dick can around you, a bottle. You can get angry. You can write letters to the editor. You can do all these largely antagonistic things, but you can be wildly creative, which is very peaceful, and get change immediately. And I think that. If there's anything that we can pull back from and say, you know, if you're a Christian celebrating Christmas, what message would we send to you right now is that the word became flesh one time and again. The word becomes flesh each day, each moment through our lives. I think that's the thing that's important. It's not a one-time event. It's a prototype for what if you're the body of Christ. You're not the body of Christ whenever he was a full-grown adult. It's like the word becomes flesh and made manifest as the baby. But it's like you know what? If you're going to be the body of Christ in the world, the word needs to be manifest in your lives. And yes, it may look like your death. Because whenever you stand up for love, whenever you stand up for peace, whenever you're yeah. working towards reconciliation, whenever you're standing with the marginalized, whenever you're standing, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Those things are going to get you killed, but you do it subversively, yeah. you do it creatively, and you always stand on the side of love. Yes. Yeah. And I think there's part, Christmas. Bitch. I think part of the, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Why don't we just end on that? Because that, <laughs> that was a mic drop. Yeah. That was, yeah. When I, I I mean, we can end on that. That's fine. I just want to say one thing because I made a bunch of shit ton of notes. I'm not used to any of them. Um, <laughs> let me get this shit in here. Matt feels left. I have some points I didn't uh, that are unrelated that I want to make at the end. You know, and, you know, we talk. I mean, the incarnation is all about Christ taking on flesh, and, and the, what the incarnation is essentially saying is that is uh, the church is focused so much on spirit, like let's save your soul, yeah, save yeah, your yeah. spirit. The incarnation is saying no, no, no. Spirit matters. Flesh also matters. The material universe matters. This, this all, this flesh and blood, skin bone, matters as much as the spirit, the soul. And we focus so much on the soul that we've lost the ability to even be incarnational because we don't think the flesh matters. That's right. It's all going to die. Who gives a shit? And it's no wonder that Brad is so nasty about the second coming. You know, it's (laughs) like, well, we're not even being the body like right now. So why do we need another body to come in? Right. Yeah. I did have a couple people message me and say they were on board with that. So fuck all of you. (laughs) (laughs) You need to read my book. (laughs) (laughs) I did read your book, Brandon. (laughs) Untrushing. I just, I, I think that, I think that that's a big reason why we struggle, why, progressives and conservatives alike struggle so much with the practical nature is we're so even progressives are still concerned about the soul fine soul spirit very important that's not the whole story though and the incarnation of anything is god saying no 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 flesh matters also it it matters so much that i'm going to take it on myself as well and show you that it matters that it's holy that it's sacred that like richard Rohr says that it, it belongs everything belongs the soul, the spirit, the flesh, the blown, the the blood. Do, do you think that, and I, I'm not going to rabbit hole this, and I'm going to completely say this and we'll pull it back in, but do you think that it, we've had a very poor eschatology that has informed all of this? Oh, absolutely. You know, we've said that the world doesn't matter, that creation yes. doesn't yes. matter, it's all going to burn. Yes. You know, we've interpreted Second Peter as, Brandon, you know, my, my mom is that way. Right. Like, you know... I mean, she recycles and stuff. So it's not like she's just like, well, I'm just going to go out and light a propane torch on fire and just watch it burn. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Just to kill the ozone. She's not like that. She cares. But at the same time, she's like, well, you know, it's It's all all fine because it's all going to burn anyway. And it's like, 
God, like right. We've treated salvation as the ticket to get to heaven rather than informing today. Yes, and yes. I think that that's largely what the we're incarnation saying. is about informing today. today. It's not about yeah. December twenty fifth. And, and yes. it's shocking. Like, it, it's absolutely yeah. shocking to us, to me especially, and to me that we can look through the entire narrative of the Bible from Old Testament to New, especially in the New, and. Jesus can make the point that today matters and how you treat people today matters and how you embody this spirit today matters. But somehow we've largely rejected it. Yeah. And it, you know, and, and, and some of that, it's like, we're not pointing fingers and, and yelling at people and judging them and saying that they're horrible people. It's like, it's inviting people. It's inviting people back into this place of saying, today matters yeah. today it matters how we treat people it matters the things that we are rejecting it's it matters the things that we're pushing back against and i think that it all you know i don't think that most people would think that the advent or the incarnation would be the beginning point of that the incarnation was the beginning of the resistance yeah. it was the beginning of the war it was be, the beginning of the pushing back against and I, so I don't look at it as this little swaddling baby Jesus, you know, with his um, Caucasian looking mom and dad um, <laughs> all wrapped around with his antiseptic shepherds and, you know, these uh, wise men who probably came three months to <laughs> two years later. Yeah. Um, as this little sweet story, as much as I look at it as the very beginning yes. of turning the tables. And I think the way we should end is just to say also. Uh, the incarnation is not limited to Christians. It's exactly. It, accessible. Guys, I read my mind. Incarnational liver, living is. He was is, looking at your notes. Incarnational yeah. living is accessible to Christians, Muslims, atheists, yeah. Buddhists, Hindu. Like I don't give a shit what label you carry. This type of living is the point. Was never the point was never to be about. This is about one religion living the way of God. It was literally about all of humanity being subversive and finding a way to take on the powers in a way of love and subverting the system um, in that way. And that is accessible yeah. to all people of all time. Yeah. But doesn't so, that feel like that there's something redeemable about all of this whenever we talk about it like this? Mm-hmm. Like that somehow Yeah, when I talk about mark- it, and tomorrow I'm going to be like, there's nothing redeemable about no, it. No, I mean... Fuck <laughs> <laughs> people. Yeah. No, it, it completely is. And I think, you know, the status quo would say that, you know, just put up your Christmas tree, hang up the stockings yeah. and let's celebrate Santa Claus right. coming and we'll read the nativity story. And I think if, if we've done nothing, can we at least take a step? Can we at least take a step towards saying, you know what, if, if, yeah. if, if the advent, if the incarnation was the beginning of the resistance, then what does it look like for me today to yeah. embody that resistance? God yeah. took on flesh. Now it's our turn. Right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> Well, friends, that was it. <laughs> All right, that uh, ends uh, further up, further in. I um, could not love that anymore. <laughs> one, one thing uh, I was thinking about, that, and I had to segue that out of that. Um, one thing that really fasc- fascinates me about, and it didn't fit into your question earlier about the the story of Christmas. And one thing I think about a lot late, like in the last like five years, is like just the story of Jesus and. Um, what it must have been like to be Mary, who, even if she was not out of wedlock, that like how people talked about her, 
like she yeah. was she was probably considered like a whore. Oh, I oh, thought yeah. this was going somewhere like a joke. No, no. Um, <laughs> I was but, like, oh boy. But you also think about uh, Joseph, who is Jesus' stepdad. Just thinking about stepdads, like Joseph going to Jesus. Hey, champ. <laughs> Sorry, things are so rough. You want to go play some catch? You know, I think that Brad mentioned. You're not my real father. <laughs> you know. Brad, Brad mentioned it my earlier. Dad's coming home. He's, he's Carrie Elway's and liar, liar. <laughs> yeah. I think that Brad mentioned it earlier, but I think it's spot on. If you were to write a story about God breaking into our time space dimension, you wouldn't write it. You, like you that. wouldn't. You no. would. You would never write such a stupid nope. story. No. Yeah. Never. None of it makes nope. any sense. Hey, champ. <laughs> I know you're having a rough day, but uh, you want to go out for some ice cream? <laughs> Shut up, Joseph. You're not my real dad. Leave him alone. <laughs> Smite him, Dad. Lightning bolts. <laughs> I'm going to go write my journal. Wow, we're going to hell for this. Yeah, well, I mean, let's face it. You think Jesus kept a journal? I no, don't know. I move don't on. He did. So. It's kept up, called go. a Bible. We, this is only like an eight-hour podcast, okay. so we need to yeah, yeah. keep going. Um, all right. So uh, let's go into uh, feedback. Um, uh, Matt, five-star reviews. Let's yeah, hear it. we got four of them. Yeah, uh, this blue. one is uh, Hunk a Hunk of Burning Love <laughs> from at Beecham Luke. Hey, I wonder who hey, that is. Hey, Beach. Um, <laughs> listening to beach. this podcast. Lukey Beach. <laughs> <laughs> listening to this podcast is like watching Elvis's American Trilogy live. It just gets better and better every time. <laughs> Minus the leisure, shoot, leisure suits and sweaty scarves. <laughs> then again, it's audio. How would we really know? The pastors always bring the goods, whether you agree with their views on every jot and tittle or not. Uh, hashtag not the point anyway. Hashtag biblical literalists need not Terry. <laughs> I love that he hashtag stuff. This witty, funny, <laughs> and pensive band of three bromigos. Uh, consist- we need that on a t-shirt. Consistently bring moments of zen and joy to the week and provide thought-provoking reflection on a myriad of topics, often with other authors, speakers, see also Brandon Anders, and colleagues. Political correspondent, yeah. Brandon Anders. Uh, for anyone on the journey, <laughs> walking through the valley, or trying to make... At least s- I got the job back, baby. <laughs> or trying to make sense of doubts and questions at the core of their being, I highly recommend this podcast. I tip my hat in my glass to the pastors and sisters for continuing to share their lives and experience in such a candid way with the rest of us. And then he uh, he has an Irish <laughs> saying at the end. I looked it up, and I cannot remember what it, how it's pronounced. It's uh, of course not. You've really been on a roll tonight. Erroneous. <laughs> Thelonious monk. An, a Nathan Eusis. All three of you guys can eat me. <laughs> anyway, it's it's a it's a blessing. It's a blessing for good health. I believe is what I what I looked up. Anyway, how's it spelled? How how do you say it? S l a i n t e. Slaint Slantia. Uh, M h a t h. Actually, how that's said. God bless you. Cilantro. M h a t h. Go ahead and pronounce that. Hey, what is it? M h a t h. It begins. It's pronounced with a V. Okay. Whatever. I can tell you that much. Yeah, so you I guys can. Slantia, I at least so. look it up so you guys can eat me. Yeah. <laughs> Next one by. T-B-E-D-O-04. T-B-E-D-O? I know. Really, uh, really real stuff about real things. Uh, had to write my first ever review because you guys made me made me laugh so hard I almost crashed my car. And Michael Basinger sounds like Jonah Hill trying to discuss theology. I don't know if I, I feel good about that or, I love it. or if it makes sense. I should say fuck that you. That is officially the best review we've ever yeah, received. it is. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to skip the next one and come back to it. Uh, this one is from... 
Uh, it's called Better Get My Indulgence for This by the Corn Goblin. Yeah. It's our Frank Caress from the pub. <laughs> I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy these. Tougher. I thoroughly enjoy these gentlemen's podcasts. They deliver wit and humor weekly and ensuring hilarity and philosophical, emotional, and cultural sobriety with each podcast, even if they lack alcoholic sobriety and temperance. <laughs> Good show, gentlemen. Good show. Can I be absolved of my sins now? Yes. Yes, we now absolve you of your sins. Uh, we will ex- expect a, a deposit into our PayPal account. <laughs> um, hit me up. Slide into my DMs. Um, this one Four the, Hail Marys and eight And this last one is yep. called Right, That's the Good Stuff. Uh, this is by Beyond, Beyond Chuck. Beyond. Beyond Chuck. Beyond Chuck. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys are very entertaining to listen to, and you cover great topics in Foofy. Now, down to business. What were the rules? You'll read it as long as it's not Christina oh, Aguilera God. lyrics. Here goes. Lattle rot, rat rotten hut wants pond term. So it's this long. I looked this up. So I, I was like, I have no idea what this is. Ladle. It's ladle. Okay. Ladle rat rotten hut. It is, it's, it's from something called Anguish Languish. It's a made-up construction of the English language by Howard Chase. It's all homophonic. (laughs) Homophobic? No. (laughs) No, not homophobic. It's basically words sound like other words. For example, the phrase uh, moral, under no circumstances should little girls stop to talk with strangers, would be read as mural, mural, yonder nor sorghum stenches shut ladle gull stopper (laughs) torque wet strainers. No, no, it's but it's all homophonic. Yeah. So anyway, I salute. We're not so going to read it, but I salute you for taking the time. So this story is Little Red Riding Hood. That's so awesome. Little Rat Rotten rat. Hut. Yeah. Little Rat Rotten. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's fantastic. Yep. Kudos to you. So to Wicket Wolf Turker. Yeah. Tucker, it's, yeah. Shirt court. it's unreal. Go to our <laughs> iTunes and just look it up. It's unreal. That's great. Den knee pulled honor groin murders. <laughs> nut cup yeah. and nat gun. Yep. It's it's unreal, man. I mean it Those are just some snippets from there. From that there. is the best review ever. Yeah, that's, that's pretty so good. good. Well Thank done. you. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Beyond Chucked. Beyond. I have a feeling that's Ian. I feel like that's you Ian. Think so? I don't know. That that was my guess, I but I have a feeling it was. But it's a different spelling for Ian. Yeah. All right. Given these five Mandy's, we got to get. Okay. <laughs> Brandon is Brandon's cleaning Brandon out the brownies. Free basing uh, salted caramel fudge right now. Uh, speaking of Brandon, uh, tw- to Twitter, um, Brandon said at Polly um, named Brad. He said, um, <laughs> "F you, Brandon." I, I, I'm. I'm on the next Pastors Podcast talking about the incarnation. I hope to God, Polly named Brad and Polly named Matt, stay away from <laughs> politics. So uh, how do we do? How do we do, buddy? We failed. Okay. Uh, it was better. Though. I got my job back. It yeah. was better. At, Pap- at Peppa Boy Music wrote, subscribe to a new podcast today, Pastors Podcast. Um, what part of Midwest are you guys from? We're from Indiana. Yes. Yep. So there you go. Yep. Uh, basement made tapes at Good Limed Line. No, that's oh, not right. Shit, here we go. Good limed <laughs> tonight in Michael struggles with the English language. Basement made tapes. Murdy, Murdy, Murdy. Michael's reading an anguish language. Um, talking about the kangaroo, he said, uh, "Damn human reach." Rue had had to get inside. Never did. <laughs> um, at Harvest Colorado, aka Pastor Jake. Um, wrote, uh, why does your podcast have explicit tag? Um, it's because well, we, we, we fucking say shit like this. Listen to one and you'll know. <laughs> this is this is this is the fucking reason why yeah. it has explicit in there. Yeah. 
In his in his defense, he was like, yeah, I'm fine with it. By the way, it, just Brandon just did a spit take. <laughs> yeah. Michael, uh, Michael's been waiting all week to yes, read that. Yes, he has. Um, my, my wife was uh, cackling in the in the uh, dining room this afternoon, and I walked in there and said, what are you laughing about? She was really laughing hard about when I went on that rant about you can't fire us. <laughs> can't fucking fire us, man. <laughs> yeah. we, we cannot be fired. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. uh, Zach Forrester at Z Forrester 777. That's a godly number. Um, wrote, if it's not called the Queso Cannon, I just give up on humans. <laughs> that would have been a better name. Yeah, actually. it would have been. Nice. Um, Allison McElroy, who is one of our turds, said mm-hmm. um, at Pastors Podcast, Gas Station 40s. That's how I roll. Hashtag Sauron <laughs> on his throne. Hashtag Michael is on the power team. That didn't happen because we're at a brewery this yes. week, but next week that's happening. Yeah, we'll have we'll to get that some King Cobra and oh, some Vault 45. Yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing, says, yeah. nothing says Christmas like King, King Cobra and Cold 45. 45. <laughs> Lando beer. Yep. If um, we're going to get street hood wasted. <laughs> Are you guys <laughs> are not touching that with a ten foot pole. Hood wasted on. We expect brown bags. <laughs> oh, we'll brown bag it. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, Becky Seville said, "Name dropping on Twisted Sisters is pub siblings. Yeah. Name dropping on Pastors Podcast is F you. You do, who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> hashtag expletives. Hashtag Sauron is on expletives. That was great. Classic. Great episode. Um, Ian Irving wrote, uh, you might have a five-star review in the UK stores uh, for several weeks. Not sure uh, where it came from. Uh, so there are multiple stores on iTunes we have to go through. Yeah, You can't get to them. You can. You can, can change, you? You no, change I think, your country. I think Matt read it tonight. Ian is our second favorite Irishman behind yeah. uh, Pete Rollins. No, third, Glenn Hansard. No, Glenn Hansard's Sorry. not on that list. Glenn no. Hansard's top of the list. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. We listened to him on the way here. Fun fact. Twice. Yeah. Um, Ian also wrote, he just looked up the um, power team and he wants whatever God they're selling. (laughs) (laughs) Big guys, hate the phone book. I'm in. Hate the phone book. (laughs) Um, Chris Cotner said, um, uh, at Becky Seville, at Twisted Sisters Podcast, uh, at uh, Pastors Podcast, I'm ready to be a guest. And what I'm saying, I want to read this one, is not everybody can be a guest on here, buddy. Like... (laughs) Just because you say you want to be a guest doesn't mean you're going to be a guest. <laughs> That's great. We're very selective, like, as you can tell from yes. our uh, from our previous guest We will guest have Brandon Andrus on here a fourth time <laughs> before you get on here. No, I'm kidding. That's wow. Really, Michael, Michael's a terrible person. No, people just think they can be on. I, I have no I problem. I don't even look at his profile. I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. But Hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they, we just it, Michael special was hashtag Michael the pos. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, He's I'm very just, schizophrenic. I'm, I'm here for this. Like, <laughs> like seriously, we're not. Move not on. everybody can be on the podcast. Move on, Michael. Move on, Michael. All right. Uh, Corn Goblin wrote. Uh, <laughs> he sent us a picture of Aladdin. And he what's said, his wife? Na- what's his wife's name? Michael. Amanda. Oh, I got very right. good. <laughs> um, he said, "Make way for Brad Polly." It was a picture of a lad. It was yeah. good. It was good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, Sandra and Turnball said, uh, you did it again with moving me to tears thing. Hashtag be hope. Nice. Thank you. Ooh, Michael's dying, dying over there. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Eric Riddle wrote, I think Umbridge, the Umbridge metaphor from Harry Potter is more apt. Also love Sam Adams' winter sampler. Yeah, yeah that's stuff. a good fact. <laughs> 
You alright, buddy? Yeah, I'm dying. Should we move on to hashtags <laughs> while you're dying? No. <laughs> uh, Nathan A. Miller, formerly uh, Nathan Miller West. <laughs> he changed his name uh, because of Kanye. Um, <laughs> he uh, wrote, he sent us the picture of Donald Trump on the Cheer in Time magazine. And he said, uh, it looks like hashtag Sauron is on his throne. Yes, yes. indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Um, Walker, Texas Ranger, let us know that Incubus did in fact sing Wish You Were Here. It's on the Morning View album, she says. In response to the hot cheese gun, um, at Sam Abate, Ubate, Abate. <laughs> God. Wrote, uh, <laughs> I wish you could see the look on his face. Now, this right is now. how you make America great again. With yeah, absolutely. Um, and not your pastor's podcast. At NY Pastors wrote, thanks hey, for coming on the show. Hashtag powerful potluck. Um, <laughs> also, he let us, uh, Jason let us know when he cried. He cried at uh, the end of Harry and the Hendersons when John Lithgow <laughs> sent nice. Harry back to the forest. <laughs> nice. Wow. God, that's, I haven't that's seen that movie throwback, for a man. long yeah. time. Yeah. And then uh, Not Your Mom's Christian Podcast at NYM Christian Pod wrote, great interview with our friends at NY Pastors. Really enjoyed it. We're going to hijack you guys as a guest on our show, to which I said, you need to grow some beards. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, we're fine with that. And then finally, Huff the Magic Dragon, who has actually changed her name <laughs> yes, yes. to Huff the Magic Dragon on yeah, Twitter. With a picture. With a picture of a dragon. Um, wrote, um, this was a great conversation. Loved hearing more of your backstory, and specifically in reference to the interview yes. we did with uh, Not Your Pastors yeah. podcast. That was a fun interview. It was good. It was it was fun. Fun. good guys. Go check their podcast out. They're doing yep. good stuff. All right. Um, closing time. Read us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Check out our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Hashtag time. Oh, man. I've got like a million of them. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. see them. They're so good. Hashtag Brandon, Brandon got demoted. Okay. Hashtag Alabama Thunder Pussy box set. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag watch your, watch your hazelnuts. Nice. Hashtag Michael's liberal atheism. Hashtag 90% cheese curd. <laughs> I got that one. Hashtag Matt Damon on Mars. <laughs> Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag pounding the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Michael's favorite dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you'll like this one. Hashtag Diggory is not a misogynist. Yep, that's true. <laughs> He's not. Hashtag sorry, not sorry, Billy. Uh, hashtag Brandon's flannel pajamas. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Hashtag Michael Cock blocked the podcast. <laughs> 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 Hashtag Luke and Wanksy. <laughs> yeah, I got that one too. <laughs> Hashtag Matt feels left out. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag hood wasted. <laughs> That might be my favorite. Yeah. And then hashtag Michael the POS. <laughs> Jeez. I've got Screw uh, you guys. I've got hashtag Michael Jokes. Hashtag speaking of sluts, Brandon 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 is here. I have just hashtag speaking of sluts. <laughs> um, you cannot use that. Hashtag Beecham be thy name. I have that one too. Hashtag uh cleaning body, cleaning soul. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag portal to your salvation. <laughs> hashtag filthy penguins. Hashtag notorious J-O-B. <laughs> hashtag all quadrupeds baby. 
<laughs> hashtag Michael is an MMA fighter. <laughs> hashtag I hashtag wash your hazelnuts. Uh, hashtag ninety eight percent cheese curd. <laughs> And hashtag you've got your own damn podcast. I love that I had ninety percent cheese curd and you upped it to ninety eight. Is that what I said? <laughs> ninety nine. Uh, Let's get real. I have hashtag Belgium beer slut. <laughs> I have hashtag super demoted. Hashtag the Michael Basinger chair. <laughs> hashtag por- portal t- por- portal to your salvation. Uh, hashtag the notorious job. Uh, hashtag quadruped backpacking. I have that one too. Uh, <laughs> hashtag watch your hazel hazelnuts. <laughs> hashtag Jim was here. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. One hundred percent cheese curd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Went from ninety to ninety-eight to hundred. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> hashtag pounding the pavement and hashtag there's Christmas bitch. <laughs> uh, God, okay. There's a lot of good Yeah, ones. I've got some I've got a few. Some of them are duplicates, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read those two. Uh, hashtag speaking of sluts. Um, Beecham be thy name. Uh, quadruped backpacking. Hashtag it's okay to cry. Hashtag rope a dope. Hashtag Luke and Wanksy. Hashtag there's Christmas bitch. Um, hashtag 100% cheese curd. No, 110% cheese curd. 110%. Uh, and then uh, the one I really think we should use is hashtag FU Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> We've toyed around with that for like three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. God, there's a lot it's a hashtag rich environment. That's a kid. lot. That is a lot. I know we did almost all three all three of the four of us had watch your hazelnuts. <laughs> I'm okay with watch your ha- watch your hazelnuts. Yeah, i I feel like that's like middle of the road. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. It's safe. Yeah. Speaking of sluts, hashtag <laughs> watch your hazelnuts. I don't know, Alabama Thunder Pussy Box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty freaking great. It's really long, though. I really want to go with F.U. Brandon. <laughs> Hashtag E-F-F-Y-O-U-R. I, I have a feeling I, that that's coming either way. It's, it's time. It's let's time. Do, let's, yeah, do let's do that. F.U. Brandon. <laughs> E-F-F-U. Brandon. Feeling the love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you've listened to this... Uh, Mer- uh, Merry Christmas to you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, man. So if you listen to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media. Um, we are at Pastors Podcast. At Polly named Brad. At Polly named Matt. At Polly named Brad. <laughs> um, you dick. <laughs> at Brandon Andrus. Uh, political correspondent, Brandon Andrus. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash pastors podcast. Uh, just a reminder to go to Facebook and there you'll find our event for, um, pastors live coming yep. up, coming up. So, we um, got people coming from other States. Yeah. People are yeah. caravanning. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And you do need to RSVP for that. Um, if you are coming, we have a limited seating. Um, yeah. so we'll have to shut it down at some point. Yeah. Um, who's doing just the tip? I am. All right. Uh, short, long? This will most definitely not uh, be a tip. Let's go, sh- <laughs> let's go short. All right, here we go. Ready? Final yeah. words, Brandon? Thank you for being, Thanks on, for our being podcast. on the podcast. Yeah, man. Appreciate good it. to be here. Good to see you guys, and happy Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> 
and real quick, a couple plugs for Brandon. Outside the Walls podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He's shaking his head no. Yeah. Outside the Walls podcast. Check it out. It's yeah. really great. Yeah. Um, every week I go, God damn it. Like every time. I've listened to every. <laughs> F you, Brandon. Every F you, Brandon. Every time. And then at Brandon Andrus on, on Twitter. And I don't know his Outside the Walls. At Walls podcast. Something like that. <laughs> he's shaking his head. He's not going to tell me. All right. Here we go. Just a tip. Here. So when she's into superstitions, black cats and voodoo dolls. <laughs> And you feel a premonition that girl's gonna make you fall. <laughs> and she's into new sensations, new kicks in the candlelight. And she's got a new addiction for every day and night. Upside and inside out, you know she's living La Vida Loca. And she'll push and she'll pull you down. And she's living La Vida Loca. Uh, her lips are devil red and her skin's the color mocha. And she'll wear you out living La, Vica, living La Vida Loca. Come on! Living La Vida Loca. Come on. She's living La Vida Loca. That's some quality quality wordsmithing from old Ricky Martin. Isn't it, though? I thought so. Yeah. Did you know he woke up in New York City in a cheap, funky motel? Did you know that he was part of the legendary group Menudo? He was. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Menudo, made from hominy and cow anuses. <laughs>